Turning to the grain industry, there are probably two major points that stand out at this point in time which are impacting Australian producers and the supply chain. Undeniably, one of those is Ukraine, the conflict and what impact that will have on global markets, which has been widely publicised, and also importantly for Australian producers and for the supply chain, whether it be grain handlers, transporters and others. Let's start today by looking at the domestic crop and the point it sits in now. And right now is one of the busiest periods in the year. It's sowing time for a lot of grain and oilseed producers. This will differ in different parts of the country, but crops are going in. Australia is coming off the back of two record crops, two of the largest crop, well, the two largest crops in history, uh, based on a range of factors. Uh, by and large, some of the best combination of seasonal inputs, uh, great weather, great rain, lack of frost in most regions. Will this happen for a third year? Could it be the third record crop in a row? Chances are no, for a number of reasons. The first is the planted acreage. Uh, ABES is forecasting Casting that the overall cropping acreage is going to be down by around 600,000 hectares in 2022-2023. That's only 2%, but 2% of a large amount of acreage is a lot. It'll bring it down, uh, particularly with wheat acreage, uh, will come down to about 12.3 million hectares this year on current forecasts. Why is this happening? It could be because some producers have opted to shift partly into livestock just to diversify uh, because that's part of the strategy of their mixed operations and to take advantage of the ample grass and the good prices that are being seen in both sheep and, and cattle prices as well. So where are we going to see the changes? It's looking particularly like there will be a slight reduction in wheat production on current forecasts, uh, as mentioned, and maybe a reduction in a number of the major crops, except for canola, which is looking like it will go up. That could be part of a rotation. That could be also because they're seeing the high prices and the fundamentals for demand staying strong there. One of the interesting ones, which is forecast on a percentage basis to see the highest rise, will be the pulse side of things, particularly field peas and lupins. These are forecast to go up by about 30% in terms of acreage in the coming crop. Why is this happening? It could be because farmers having had great years in the mainstream crops are looking to diversify as well. It could be because the demand from consumers for plant-based protein is really fueling demand of this down the supply chain and that export demand is there as well. That said, the pulse crops in Australia, the area, are still around half of what they were in the 1990s. So whether this has the potential to go back to where it was or whether the predictability and the certainty of predictably high prices in wheat, barley and canola, uh, driven by the global uncertainty and the conflict in Ukraine, will persuade farmers to stick with those as well. This has a while to play out. Turning back to the Ukraine, it has been pretty well publicised that the conflict in Ukraine as it continues will have a major impact on wheat and grain markets going forward. We go back to the fact that those two countries export around 30% or account for 30% of the world's wheat exports. And if those exports are curtailed, if they're not coming out of Ukrainian ports, we've already seen a, a restriction on Russian exports over the past year or so with their own domestic export bans, then that brings a degree of, well, 
almost panic, but concern into world markets as countries who are major importers look to procure supplies. That has pushed prices up to record levels, but still a degree of volatility. It's because there is much more wheat in storage now than there has been at any time, uh, particularly over the last 10 to 15 years. A large amount of that in storage in China, but a lot of countries still have reasonable wheat supplies. That's not to say that concern continues to grow and continues to grow, not just about when exports will come out of Ukraine and Russia, the Black Sea region, but what the impact will be on the crops, particularly in Ukraine going forward. That has some time to play out. So what does this mean for Australian grain producers and the Australian grain supply chain? Well, because of the point in time when the whole conflict happened, not that much at the moment. A lot of Australian grain had already been pre-sold just before the harvest or just after it. So it was uh, not in a position to take advantage, uh, maximum advantage of those high prices. Will it impact what farmers plant going forward? Possibly, but farmers planting has also been impacted by the high prices and the difficulty and availability of fertilizer and other inputs. That's going to have an impact on what people choose to plant and it's going to have an impact on their yields as well. Looking ahead, if the conflict continues and if the conflict means that restrictions on grain production and grain exports from Ukraine and Russia continue well into the future, then it's the 2022-2023 crop whether Australian producers choose to forward sell some of it or even when the crop comes off, uh, comes summer this year, which will have a much more major impact going forward. It will also impact down the supply chain and across it too. It will impact feed prices, whether into dairies, into poultry, into aquaculture, into feedlots as well. Uh, it will impact the prices and the demand going through exporters. So watch the Ukraine situation take some time to play out in Australia and watch the industry and all stakeholders look to maximise on it, but also adapt to it long term as well.